1: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Bigfooty final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au.
2: Yeah, welcome to the show with Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher tonight, Sports Day Queensland, and a uh, good show coming up for you. How many sleeps? I'm, I'm not going to say that. I was, Don't I was say a it was it's a one of the
3: things that we we it's we been shouldn't. so
2: overdone.
3: Well, two of our colleagues in Joel Joel Kane and Brian Fletcher, they've yeah. come up with a, a series of phrases or words that you're not allowed to use this week. Yeah, and Big dance. It. Oh yeah. Battle oh. of the West. Uh. Best in the West.
2: How many sleeps till the
3: the grand final? No,
2: till the big dance. Till the big dance. (laughs) Can't say it. Okay. I'm not going to mention that we've only got five (laughs) to go. Uh, Tuesday it is, of course. Hey, Fox Sports uh, journo Supreme James Hooper is going to join us on the show to give us his thoughts about uh, everything that's going on in the world of rugby league, especially around this grand final. We'll have the teams. We'll give you the teams. And uh, we know there's at least one omission uh, that was sort of borderline. Mm. Uh, and might be another one. Later in the week, uh, from the other side. Anyway, you got to wait. You got to wait for all that. Hey, the GF Sats is officially a sellout. Yeah. Oh, fans are going to dominate? I think Parramatta
3: fans will dominate.
2: I was so, I was saying to, to well, Matt, they had an
3: early they had earlier chop at the tickets from the members' point of they view. They did, yep. and I
2: and I was saying to Matt um, just before that, um, if you're a Penrith fan and you've, be, you, and you've been you would have gone to the last couple. If you're dead set strong Penrith fan and you can afford to go and you want to go and you, and you take the fan you would have gone in 2000 their first one in a long time you would have gone last year because they were they were hot favourites and, and they won the game you might be a little bit iffy about going again you know you've, you've spent your cash you can watch it on telly you've mm-hmm. been to the last two you saw them win last year different kind of experience. I've got to say, I, think, I think the blue and golds are going to be out in force. I've
3: got to say, um, I think a lot of Penrith fans and members who, again, would have had uh, earlier access to grand final tickets, I think a lot of them would have loaded up anyway, Badge, because they have been pretty dominant for the last three years. It would have taken a really big poor effort from the Panthers not to make it again. So I think that a lot of them would have got in early. Now,
2: and could yeah, that's right. They could have, they were about the only club that would have been confident enough to say, look, we're going to be there. I've got to go a month back the go.
3: In year 2000, we we're travelling really well and we played para in a final and we played them at the Sydney Football Stadium. So it's it's sort of a fair way from Penrith and Parramatta fans to go to the Sydney Football Stadium for this Sunday mm. night final and I can vividly remember us running out and hearing the Penrith fans, it was a sellout. There was forty-two thousand people there. And hearing the Penrith fans, when Parramatta ran out, it was, it was the, it was mind-blowing how raw, loud it was—the roar and the, and the blue and gold.
2: Yeah, there'll be,
3: there'll be a lot of them. there. Let's I mean, say Saturday. blue and gold
2: army this week. Is that another one? No, you can't they, say blue can and you gold. Can you write army. that list out for me and just okay. put it up? Stick it up over there on that wall. So
3: blue and gold army. I,
2: yeah, I'll, I'll stop myself. Big dance. every time it happens. Um, for expert Sweet. car service. Book into your local Repco. You've said them all. (laughs) Repco Authorised Service Centre. Oh, Chris Nelson's going to join us with a a Racing Queensland update. And don't forget, you can join us. All you do is text 0457 736 736 and tell us what is on your mind. This is Sports Day. The all new Kia Nero available in hybrid or all electric. See more at kia.com.au.
1: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au.
2: NRL update time now for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand sats. And uh, the big news this afternoon is around the teams for the grand final. A team list Tuesday coming up. And Nathan Brown is in. Mm. Jersey 14. So um, the player that has been shuffled on, and we don't know how permanent this will be, uh, is Bryce Cartwright moved to to Jersey 18. So they're sticking with Jake Arthur, and we kind of thought it might have been uh, Brown or Arthur. They're both on the bench for the years. What do yeah. you think? Well, I'd be surprised if that ends up being
3: the 17 come game time badge. I feel as though with Nathan Brown. I think I think it's worth the risk. Worth the risk. He hasn't played NRL since round 17. Has been playing. New South Wales Cup, and they made the finals, got knocked out in week one. So he hasn't been playing the last three weeks, uh, Nathan Brown. But I think he adds that aggression, especially offload, the second phase play, mm. which is part of his trademark, which can really unsettle someone like the Panthers. Um, I'd be surprised if Cartwright isn't added on game day because he can play in the back row and in the halves if you need him to. Uh, he can, can come
2: up with a special play too. He can.
3: Kafusi can play in the centres if they get an injury to the outside backs. That makes more sense, so um yeah I wouldn't be surprised if we see that's not going to be the seventeen when we come you know an hour out from kickoff on Sunday night,
2: yep so Tom Oppecick has has been named on the extended bench mm. it seems as though he's out A hamstring injury that is uh that has claimed him couldn't uh couldn't get that right I'd be surprised if he played yeah that's right as as was mm. Taylor and May both in the same predicament weren't they yep uh, Hamstring injury would have been two weeks old. They're very, Two very, weeks minimum. They, oh, yeah. oh, you, you just don't get over them in yep, that time. Exactly. Super, super rarely. Um, now, Sats, I want to talk to you about uh, the Panthers a bit here and Appy uh, Coroiasau, named in jersey number nine. But they have at times been starting with Mitch Kenny. Yeah. What do they do?
3: I'd start Appy Coroiasau. Mitch Kenny's been... And it's been going great for them. And sometimes you would say, yeah. you know, don't ruffle the feathers, don't rattle the cage, do what's been working in the past. I've got to say that Mitch Kennel's really good defensively early on, and it gives the ability for Apicorosau not to be fatigued early on in the game if they spot him out. And he comes on the field and he's crafty around the dummy half. He gets some fatigued forwards, especially a big forward pack like Parramatta could work. But I've got to say, I don't think they look as fluent at the start of the game when Appy's not starting. I feel as though the dummy half service isn't that great. Oh, he, and he does...
2: It's easy why he's a mappy, doesn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. As soon as he gets in Well, him.
3: I know if I'm a defender from the very first set of six that I've got to defend, I'm looking at Appy first. Before I'm looking at Nathan or Isaiah or Jerome Luai or Viliami Kikau, when Mitch Kenny's there, with all due respect, a good young player and will be the number nine next year, both he and Sonny Luke will fight that out. But when Mitch Kenny's there, I'm looking at where Nathan or Jerome or any of those are. I'm not too worried about what's coming out of dummy half from an attacking Mm. point of view. So I'd start him, but I doubt very much that they will change too much.
2: More about that later in the week. Hey, let's just rewind a little bit to last Friday morning. And, of course, uh, Mitch Moses before the game in uh, Townsville. He had a big decision to make when his wife went into labour and he decided to stay with uh, with the the Eels up in Townsville. Well, Brad Arthur actually
3: said to him, what are you doing here? we get a plane for you. Go home. You've got to go home to the birth of your child. He said, no, I've got my, my mates here. I can't leave them mm. in the lurch.
2: So, and, and obviously his wife was okay with that as well. So uh, best of both worlds in a way. Watch the birth on FaceTime. Yep. Uh, and of course they won the game and they're through to the grand final. This was him this morning, on uh, on uh, with Vossi and Brandy on SEN this morning and talk about what a crazy twenty four hours he had.
4: Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was a, a roller coaster of emotions. Definitely, I've had every emotion thrown at me possible. And um, woke up on Friday. I got told the day before that um, you know she was probably going to go in and didn't know what the time or anything. So she was pretty much in labour. So um, woke up and just stood by my phone and um, waited for the call and the call finally came at around two o'clock or so. And she was, um she was delivered at three fifty or something like that. So about an hour before I had to get ready for the game and then finished all that over FaceTime, my first arrival of my, uh, of my first daughter and, um, and then had to get ready for a, a major semi prelim semi and get my head around that. And then, yeah, it was just a, a massive day, massive 24 hours, I guess.
3: I've got to say, Mitch Moses' performance on Friday night was very disjointed. He kicked out in the full a few times, made some really poor options. But you're willing to give him a, a, an out, aren't you? He's distracted. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he buried his grandmother during the week. Yeah. And and on then the, the birth of his child. On the Monday, You've got to yeah. think about it. He's sitting next to his phone, waiting for the phone call to come on FaceTime. So he's... And it's... Exhausting. Mm. It's mentally exhausting.
2: So, I'm willing to give him a leave pass for Saturday night. What do you think about this now? Sats uh, talking about the Panthers. Dylan Edwards, a possible kangaroos jersey. Cannot agree more. He's played great. There's some. There's a lineup there. There's a lineup. And and Mal Meninga said the coach that um, he is in contention and probably deserves a spot. So, but he did say uh, a lot hinges on the game. So. Do you know what? And I, he may not play the
3: big games unless there's injuries, of course. Tesco mm. is, you know, the best fullback in the game. But I, I've got to say, if Dylan Edwards is picked, I couldn't applaud this more. You wouldn't have any complaints from a lot of
2: rugby league fans because it's just a reward for hard work well, the and, and consistency. Not going. Yeah. And Latrell Mitchell, I imagine, should be, but he's got play a rib centers. injury. He played with um, a, a pretty bad rib. Needled before the game, needled again at halftime. So it was a bit quiet the other night. But yeah, they've got some great options at the back. I'd love, to, I'd
3: love to see him, just even if it's one representative game, as just a reward for for great, for a great yeah. two or three seasons, and um, and also, I don't think the game hinges on Sunday night how he plays because he's he's proven that he can play at the. Biggest level, No arguably Clive Churchill medalist last year. Mm. Nathan ended up getting it, Nathan Cleary, but
2: arguably really good. Yeah,
3: arguable that that he should have probably got it as well.
2: Uh, he actually spoke this morning on SEN Dylan Edwards about uh, that. Even though this is their third straight grand final, each of them has been different.
4: No, oh, it's, it's de- very different to obviously last year for me personally. I was a bit busted last year, but um, and all they have all been a bit different because the first one was COVID, second one was um, up in Queensland, and. And this one is sort of a more traditional um, grand final. But as far as preparation goes, not much really changes for us as a team or me individually. It's just try and treat as much as you can like another week. And obviously the intensity goes up. But um, yeah, just try and treat it pretty much the same.
2: Better prep for him this time, Sats. He was in huge doubt last year, wasn't he? Was he was in a moon boot for three weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so did extremely Courageous. well. Yeah. Well, thanks Australia for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. 21 years in a row. Back soon.
1: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day, sports update.
2: Yeah, a couple of other things on our mind. Get award-winning car insurance with Suncorp. Brisbane Lions, Captain Dane Zorko has recommitted to the club. Sats for 2023. So he's he's 33. He's Mm. getting towards the end of his career, but hell of a good player and a leader. Yep. This will be his 12th season with the club. Great stuff. Yeah, he came under
3: a lot of scrutiny for his sledging. And from more reports, he's a habitual sledger. Uh, but you know what? The um, I suppose the embarrassment that he copped through that um, publicly is going to change him as a leader as mm. well. A good player.
2: Huge effort last night for the Aussies in yeah. the uh, Women's World Cup basketball. Uh, 75-72 over the, the undefeated at that time, Canada. So it was a real thriller. Well done. They lost their opening game to France. But to come back and win that, that means they're uh, a really good chance of Getting into the uh, into the finals, and I also think, missing their leading point
3: scorer for that game as well. Mm. Yeah.
2: USA are still the favourites, um, and also there, there was a bizarre moment on telly. Uh, I think it was a Serbian player being interviewed and in the background. These two Mali players who just they'd been beaten by Serbia, they started fighting. They were into it. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Punch was really? thrown. Other teammates jumped in to separate yeah, them. But good. Uh, <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Uh, all right, and and England, uh, an epic comeback against Germany, but it ended up being uh, three all in the UEFA Nations League this morning. They were down two nil. Uh, some pretty average defending by uh, Harry Maguire. They clawed their way back to three two, but there was a late equaliser by the uh, the German team with three minutes to go. So there you go. SunCorp Car Insurance, winner of Canstar's Outstanding Claims Award seven years in a row. Fox Sports James Hooper will join us next. <music>
1: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. The Penrith Panthers in style. Slow out of the gates, but the Panthers
2: and the Parramatta Eels. It's a Golden West Grand Final coming up. What a cracker.
3: Yeah, what a great scenario for the NRL. The Battle of the West, Penrith First, Parramatta. Versus Parramatta, I should say, on Sunday night, of course, and to talk about what's going to happen throughout the week and some of the stories that are going to emerge throughout the week about the the teams and also the coaches and the players. Uh, one of our good friends of the show, Jimmy Hooper from Fox Sports, has joined us. How are you,
0: Jim? Good day, boys. How you going? Yeah, gr-
3: oh, great. As a uh, as a guy that loves Penrith Panthers and going through to a uh, another grand final, it's outstanding. But to play against one of their their arch nemesis in in the Parramatta Eels, the NRL couldn't have scripted this any better.
0: No, nah, it's an epic grand final, isn't it, Sats? We all know the rivalry between Penrith and Parramatta, not just in recent seasons, but in the history of both clubs. Then you add in the complexity of the fact Parramatta haven't been able to win a premiership dating all the way back to 1986. It's currently the NRL's longest title drought. Uh, and we know how much, uh, how long-suffering and also how huge their supporter base is. So Western Sydney at the moment, mate, the streets are divided. Uh, you're either blue and gold, or you're in the black of the Panthers, and uh, yeah, the, the rival f- fans are really embracing uh, what is one of the best rivalries in the game at the moment.
3: Now Monday is all about media day, where you get your first um, the first shot at both of the squads, and um, takes you back to you know 2003 when we realised that all the media were there for your first training session on the Monday, and. Uh, with only two teams remaining. What are some of the stories this week about players or coaches, whatever it may be, Jimmy, that, um, that may emerge that we will see on Fox
0: Sports? Well, mate, I'm glad you brought up 2003 because I was having a look at it earlier, and I reckon the year that Penrith beat the Roosters in, in 2003, nobody expected you to win that competition. The Roosters were the defending premiers. They'd been the benchmark side for two straight seasons since Ricky Stewart had taken over. And I remember at the time, nobody gave Penrith a, a snowflakes chance in hell of being able to orchestrate the upset. You obviously played a pivotal role in that, Sats. And it was one of the best narratives uh, in in terms of the NRL era of underdogs winning the grand final. Then you go fast forward to 2005. Tim Sheens took the West Tigers on that magic carpet ride with Benji Marshall and the flip pass to Pat Richards. And I reckon this time around in 2022, if Parramatta can do it, I'm not saying they will, but if they can, it's as good a narrative from where they've had to come from, the fact they've had to go the hard way being beaten in week one of the finals, then coming out and putting a score on Canberra, travelling up to Townsville, and now thrust into this game against... Look, the Penrith team at the moment are just such a juggernaut. Like, I heard Joey Johns speaking on uh, on TV yesterday and he said, look, Penrith, they're virtually unbeatable. So pa- Parramatta are going to be a- absolutely have to be at their best to be any chance of causing what would be remembered as one of the all-time great grand final upsets.
2: Hey, um, Hoops, I'm looking back, you know, only a couple of weeks ago or to, uh, just over two weeks ago, and they met each other um, in, the, in that final. I thought Parramatta was going really well, holding their own. Big turning points came when Wonga Blake spilled a bomb and it ended up being three of them. Do you think he's going to be one of the headlines this week? Is there going to be a fair bit of focus on him on that right wing and the pressure he'll be under for para?
0: Yeah, it's a good question, Badge and guaranteed it'll be a huge headline all week. Look, he has got a couple of options, Brad Arthur. He can either stick solid with Wanga, uh, and let's not forget you know, you talk about the storylines. You got Wanga, who's an ex Penrith player. Mm. You got Regan Campbell Gillard, who's an ex Penrith player. You got Bryce Cartwright, whose grandfather is the founding member of the, the Panthers uh, juggernaut that it is today, and they still call the, the main award for Penrith's best and fairest player the Merv Cartwright Medal. Um, and then you've got other players as well that have also got. Uh, history with the Panthers that now play for the Eels. So, look, no question Wanga will dominate the headlines this week. He will personally be asked all about how he's going to handle the Nathan Cleary aerial assault. And I've got no doubt that the Panthers will talk up the fact that they intend to go back and try and exploit that weakness because I'll tell you what, that night out at, out at Penrith, that Friday night, opening week, one of the finals, um, yeah, he he did absolutely get peppered uh, and the Panthers did show that um, you can exploit a bit of a weakness there.
2: Our, our hot topic tonight, uh, we have mentioned it off the top, uh, is is a second Penrith Premiership inevitable. It would seem that way, and I gather from what you said to us before you're leaning that way, just how good do, do the Eels have to... Even if the Eels are at their best, if Penrith are at their best, are they, are they un, almost, well, unbeatable?
0: Well, you blokes watch a hell of a lot of footy, and and yeah, every every champion retired player who I speak to virtually declares that Penrith are morals. But I will put this caveat on it, badge, and that is, I remember back in 2003 when the Roosters were absolutely flying and had been the benchmark side for the previous two seasons. No one gave that Penrith team a hope either in that grand final, and Sats was part of it. They went out and they it's their names in the grand final folklore, and we still talk about it today as one of the great grand final upsets. So, look, I don't think Parramatta are without hope. Like They've shown over the course of the last couple of seasons that they can mix it with the best sides. I think in this final series, we've seen more mental fortitude and and more uh, between the years from, from Parramatta. I think previously at times, that's where uh, they can sometimes be brought undone, but I think they've showed some serious... Fortitude to be able to travel to Townsville, fly in and fly out the way that they did, trail twenty to twelve with twenty five minutes remaining, mm. uh, and find the way to win. They're going to go in full of confidence. Look, they'll need to be at their absolute best, but I think South Sydney showed them a little bit of a blueprint last Saturday night. They led twelve nil early, and the Panthers were on tilt to a degree. Now they had three tries tonight, but South showed that. There are ways you can, if you can, unsettle Penrith and get them out of their rhythm. I noticed Saturday night out of the game that there were some players in that side who, they look frustrated. And, and that's where, if you can put scoreboard pressure on them early, and Parramatta are great at, at scoring early points and starting fast. That's how I think the yields could possibly unsettle them. But if you ask me for a tip, I'll look, I tip Penrith mm. on the strength of what they've done over the course of the last couple of seasons.
2: Now, at the start of that, you just said thinking back, remembering back to 2003. Can you really remember it? Because I heard oh. you got kidnapped up by the team later Cl- on. He and was you <laughs> James Hooper as a young juno yeah. was Claude yeah, Churchill <laughs> off the field, was
0: it? <laughs> Craig Gower did hijack me, Badge, I can confirm that. And as I always say whenever we have a laugh or a beer about it, these days, just for the record, I was actually on day three because I'd already gone out the Friday night uh, because it was grand final weekend. We backed up at the races. It was Epsom Day at Ramwick on the Saturday. <laughs> oh. So we'd gone out on the Saturday as well. and then And then on Sunday night when the Panthers... Uh, wrote their names into history. Gowie and Sats grabbed us. I ended up on the bus with them. And uh, yeah, let's just say we did kick long and strong. (laughs) Um, I I think Sats and I might have been arm wrestling over bourbon and cokes at the Peachtree (laughs) Hotel about... 1:30 1:30 PM the next day, so oh, can it was I, a good can time
3: I, had by. Can all. I say there's some photos when we're on, we're on stage at Penrith at the Panthers Leagues Club with the fans, and Hoops is in some of those photos. <laughs> with and the, team. the next day, Paul Kent arrived at the Peachtree Hotel at about three or four o'clock in the afternoon, and the great Chippy Falingos was, I think, he was Hoops's boss back then, and he said, and he said, uh, Paul Kent, came in. And says, Has anyone seen Hoops? I said, oh, he was around here before. We had a table full of bourbon and cokes over there before. I don't know where he's been. And Kenty's getting around trying to take as many stories as he can for the next day, publication. I found hoops about an hour later asleep in a cubicle with a trough lolly in his his pocket.
0: (laughs) Mate, you've put salt and pepper on the trough lolly. The trough lolly wasn't
3: in the top pocket. (laughs) Oh, it was in his mouth.
0: Look, I might have just been catching... I might have been catching a little bit of 40 weeks, so I can confirm that. (laughs) But um, like I said, it had been an emotional 72 hours. Oh,
3: yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, Jimmy Hooper from Fox Sports. uh, Always great with your time. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. And uh, before we let you go, who wins? You're saying Penrith. Who's your Clive Churchill medalist?
0: I'll say the Panthers. uh, And I'll say in a very tight game, I don't think there'll be a whole lot of uh, difference. I'm tipping there'll only be a couple of points in it. And then I think Dylan Edwards can win the Clive Churchill mm. medal. Ooh, he's yeah, he's
3: due, he? isn't he? Good Went week close last year. Well.
0: Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, hoops. He's been in. since. You must be loving watching him play, bro. Yeah.
1: No, no worries, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. A Racing Queensland update. The Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details.
2: Yeah, he's got us dancing again. Chrissy Nelson, Racing Queensland. Uh, Spring racing has arrived.
3: Your and bank balance was dancing on the weekend, wasn't it? Paige? Yeah, oh,
2: I was up and down. I, I didn't take all of, his, uh, all of his tips and I was a bit hit and miss. But you had a pretty good weekend, Nelson. Yeah, good weekend. I think we gave out uh, four
4: tips on thursday night and two of them won and two of them ran second so we got the toowoomba cup winner which was by an absolute pimple on the line but they don't pay on margins so i was very happy with that guys very, very
2: happy very good mate um and this week where are we uh, where are we going where are we racing
4: we are we are starting off at the sunshine coast tomorrow this was an ipswich meeting that's been transferred to the sunshine coast so eight races there tomorrow big fields mainly Uh, We go to Gatton on Thursday. Friday, we go to Townsville. Saturday, we're back in the Big Smoke Eagle Farm is our main meeting. But we also race at uh, Aquas Park Gold Coast and Mackay and Toowoomba back in its uh, usual spot uh, in the twilight zone. So uh, plenty of uh, racing. And of course, Sunday, we're back at the Sunshine Coast where they run the $50,000 Noosa Cup on, uh, on Sunday afternoon. So there might be a few people from Noosa venture down to do uh, Caloundra on something.
2: Oh, they don't, they're, like, they're like people in Manly in Sydney. They don't, they don't travel too far. They don't go south of Coolum, I think, from Noosa. <laughs> Might get a helicopter down there. Yeah, or a, of uh, it's Like people like from that.
3: Redcliffe. They never cross the bridge. Now, um, what are we looking out for this week? Um, there's a bit of rain around. Is that going to affect your tips, Nelson?
4: Well, I hope not. It always does, but let's just hope the rain stays away. Don't, I'm not worried about Saturday because that's Eagle Farm and it wouldn't matter what happened. It'll be a good track. Uh, a little bit worried about tomorrow because there are some storms forecast for later today and tomorrow. So where they pop up, who will oh, nobody knows, but hopefully not on the Sunshine Coast. So as long as we get through tomorrow, we'll be fine on Saturday. And I'll leave you with a couple of tips for tomorrow, see if we can keep the run Right-o. going. We'll go with race one. Right-o. Race one, number three, Count De Beans, is a new addition to the Tony Gollan stable. Lightly raced. I love the recent trial. So race one, number three. And race four, number five, Gamboo, for uh, Chris Waller. Now, this is a stayer who uh, did the right thing by us a couple of weeks ago, won a maiden over 2,000, now goes to 2,200. I think can win again. It is around $9 or so in the market. I just think this horse wants distance, gets an extra, 20, uh, extra 200 metres tomorrow. So, back up again, have something each way, race four, number five, Gamboo.
2: Good on you, mate. Nice. Um, everyone's written that down in the studio and outside. So, uh, $2.35 at the moment. <laughs> Thanks. Count the beans. Oh, count the beans, yeah. Race one, number three. That's
3: count
2: the beans. Also, yeah, the yeah. Queensland Spring Racing Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. Thanks, mate. Catch you later in the week. Thanks, guys. Look forward to it. Rightio, uh now let's talk about the AFL trade period. Sats so trade up to continental tyres. This trade period and the, the Suns are looking to free up space In their salary cap, sats by getting rid of defender Jack Bowes. Bowes or Bowes? Jack! Anyway, whatever it is. Bowes, (laughs) Bowes. He's owed around 850 after his salary was pushed back multiple times. 850 grand. Mm. Um, The Cats are looking to be the front runners for him in exchange for pick seven in the draft. I don't kind of get all this, but I know it's super important. But he would have to forfeit money to take a longer contract in order to spread out the wages that he's owed. Yep. There you go. Mm. And uh, Jordan DeGoey rejected a five year deal with Collingwood due to a catch all behavioural clause yeah. in the contract. It's unprecedented, really. It, it would have allowed them to terminate his, his deal at any point. Trade up to Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. This is Sports Day for the all new Keanuiro. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Cos
2: I'm, I'm dynamite. T-L-T. Yeah, for Elders Insurance, hand on, hands-on support for our local community sats. Let's run through the grand final teams, the Panthers, up against the Eels at a core stadium, Sunday, 6.30pm. Uh, is it, I think it might, does it start? 6.30, maybe 7 o'clock. 6.30 uh, p.m. kickoff. Is it that the kickoff? Well, it's daylight saving, of course. Oh, that day. Yeah, yes. Sunday morning. Yes. Yep. All right. What's going on with the Panthers? Oh,
3: the Panthers. Uh, Charlie Staines has re- remained on the wing. Taylor May failed to overcome the hamstring injury. Um, he'll miss the decider. And uh, that's it. Army kicking out stains Staines. They were both charged with shoulder charge offences, But, of course, they got off uh, monetary fines. And they'll uh, be part of the side. Now, as you said earlier on... Um, Hooker Abby Coroyeser has been named at jersey number 9 Mitch Kenny number 14 yep expect that to be different when the teams run out
2: Radio and uh the the eels have decided to go Brad Arthur to bring Nathan Brown into the side and uh and Brad um Jacob Arthur is still there as well in the 17 uh, it means Bryce Cartwright drops back to Jersey 18, but we still think there's a chance of a, uh, a bit of a shuffle. And Bones Simonson
3: named in the centres. Named in the centres. Yeah, for Oppachick. Tom Oppachick, Jersey he's 20. He's still in the
2: squad, but Oppachick, yeah. I, th- I think tomorrow they might be giving him a chance, or is he? Yeah, I'm hearing various reports, but at the moment he's still in the squad. Okay, let's do this.
1: It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge & Badge & Sats.
2: That's, I I've heard the drums are beating for uh for Dave Rennie, the yeah. Wallabies coach. Three mm. pretty ordinary years in charge. And I know they've had three some years. Excuses. That's gone
3: quick, hasn't it? It has.
2: they've had some injuries, they've had yep. lots of dramas, but when you win thirty eight percent of your tests, eleven of twenty nine, it's it's actually yeah. Mm. It's just not good, is it? And it's not. Eleven percent against the all blacks. But would have that change that might be their their what they've done over the If that the changed
3: years. would have would have that changed if that, vict- ooh, that game against at Marvel Stadium against the All Blacks a couple of weeks it ago, might have. they get a victory there. And they might have gone on and an played better. Based on an official
2: decision, yeah, you, you never know. Yeah, audio and Nikita Zou is strange uh, or different preparation for his big fight against Darko Darkon Dryden, Dryden on Saturday. Yep. That's in October actually, Saturday week. Um, what about his diet?
3: Yeah, liver once a week, um, and bulls testicles,
2: spleen, and heart. They're going to yeah. Yep. From now on, so. Uh, about,
3: what, you, what about what he says? Improving energy, strengthened immune system, and really vivid dreams. Yeah,
2: you know what the really vivid dreams What's are? That? A bull chasing <laughs> for its testicles. <laughs> yeah. I'd be dreaming about that. I remember too. there was a great <laughs> boxer
3: called uh, Manu- uh, Marquez, fought Pacquiao four times. When he's tr- in his training camps, he used to drink his own urine. Oh. Apparently, it rehydrates you quicker than
2: water really? or electrolytes. Yeah. Oh, please. Try it. No, thanks. Mm. Australia's big, mm-hmm. not until I get lost in the desert. Australia's biggest, Beaumont Tiles, together with us, wants to boost your business, head to ICanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Nerosats. Sats. Been a bit of fun and, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll join See you tomorrow. tomorrow night. Thanks, listeners. Catch you then.